a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now I'm joined by Alex, Emily and Nick. Together these three are play different roles, some behind the scenes, some in front of us, uh, in Romeo and Juliet, which is taking place in the Wattle Gardens uh, from the 31st of Jan through to the 16th of February. In the weekends only, a morena to you all. Good morning. Morning. Hello. How are we all today? Uh, yeah, enjoying the beautiful blue sky. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to feel bad on a day like today, isn't it? It's beautiful. It is beautiful. And we've had a really good run, but you know what the need is like? It's very temperamental. Are you worried that the good weather we're having now means bad weather in the near future? Very worried. <laughs> yeah. Very worried. Um, the forecast seems pretty temperamental, so we'll see how that goes. We can deal with a little bit of rain, I think, yeah. with the performances, but if it becomes a downpour... Um, I don't know how well Soggy Romeo and Juliet will go. Yes, because of course Woodhall Gardens is where these performances will be taking place. Uh, I think I might have said that, I can't remember. Um, now we, we all know the story of Romeo and, and Juliet, Emily. Um, but you know, just in case that one person that doesn't know the story is listening right now, can you kind of run us through what the show is about? Um, it's a very well-known William Shakespeare play about two lovers from opposing families who mm-hmm. have a massive rift and they hate each other and Romeo and Juliet meet and fall madly in love and a lot of chaos ensues once they fall in love. Uh, okay, I thought, <laughs> oh, I thought it was a, um, a Leonardo DiCaprio work actually myself. <laughs> Uh, no, that wasn't funny at all. Uh, <laughs> no, it's um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's one of the most treasured and loved works. I've always wondered about this play. Are there many words in this play that Shakespeare invented? Is this one of those plays, like Hamlet? Well, there's certainly a lot of words in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how many? How, how, how many do you think he invented? Um, <laughs> I'm actually not sure. Uh, I don't know. There's definitely a few turn of phrases that have jumped out, and I've been like, oh, that's where that's from. Mm. Um, but it's sort of hard to tell, to be honest. Yeah, this of is, course. I think this is about his eighth play that he wrote. Yeah, eighth or ninth. Um, so it's in the first, definitely in the first half of the canon, and it's pre-Hamlet. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Probably, probably a lot. Probably. Between 75 to 100% are all new words. All new words. Yeah, heard it here to that time. Obviously, yeah, yeah, old yeah. words now. Old words Those now. are the 300-year-old 300-year-old People words. just spoke with grunts before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah English people did. There was what, a massive jump between caveman theatre to um, Shakespearean theatre. There was a huge jump. <laughs> the, 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 the amount of bones reduced horrifically, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> that, is, that is great. That is great. Um, right, let's talk about your roles. Um, Nick, you're playing Romeo. I am. That's incredible. Um, <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it? No, 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 it really is. And, it, you know, I mean, of all the... It's probably the most iconic... Both Romeo and Juliet are probably the two most iconic roles in theatre, right? Yeah, de- two of the kind of staples. And yeah. I think... Um, yeah, they're both really interesting characters because I think they often get very short shrifted uh, with how they are performed in certain productions and how they're portrayed in the wider media. Um, I mean, they've sort of become a parody of themselves over the years, I think. And there's always a danger of that happening with the production um, because they are these two young lovers who are so naive at the beginning of the story and... 
Um, and you do laugh at them a, a bit, or at the kind of ridiculousness of their situation and how madly and headfirst they fall into love. Um, so there is always a danger there of, of, of making them a, a, too much of a joke. But I think within that, there's this beautiful reality that uh, all of us can connect with this idea of you seeing someone and them totally affecting you in a way that you've never felt before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think, is a very human thing um, and something that needs to be honoured first and foremost um, before any of that kind of comedy gets played into too much. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Especially at the age that Juliet was. I'm not quite sure about Romeo. I mm. think he was a bit older quite a bit um but you know it's 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 that puppy love you know it's that mm. you know and, you, and your heart just screams for that person well, we've all been there we've mm. all had summer loving we've all mm. had us oh, a yeah. blast <laughs> you know oh, yeah. we've, all, we've all been to camping grounds when we're 14 yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you know i live in cromwell it's like oh summer summertime couldn't look oh, couldn't wait uh anyway emily uh juliet yes another humongous role uh, mm-hmm. a massive role how do you tackle taking on such uh, an iconic work uh is, is it intimidating totally yeah yeah well first of all doing shakespeare this is the first shakespeare that i've ever done uh-huh. so it felt like i was learning a whole different language deciphering what I was actually saying so that within itself is so challenging and it's all poetry yeah um and so I mean it's 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 beautiful to read and and to learn but yeah really intimidating and Juliet is intimidating to take on board but I didn't really think about the role and how huge it was I just thought about it as a really cool challenge yeah and the more I've gone into know Juliet um I really like her. Like she's so cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so it's been fun. But yeah, when I, if I think about it in terms of how popular she is, then it does get a little bit scary. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's fun. Um, Nick, are you one of those actors? Are you a method actor? Have you been taking on this all. role in a method sense? Not at all. No, <laughs> no, um, no. Uh, I. The way I've sort of approached it, for anyone who cares at all, um, <laughs> um, I think like the most important thing I've found when playing any character is just finding a way to align yourself with that character and that character's point of view and being the biggest advocate for that character. So no matter what that character does, no matter what actions you may as a person think are bad or good or whatever, you put that aside and you go, I'm supporting my character through this, I am... My character's number one fan. I'm cheering them on in everything they do. Um, and I think when you can do that, and when you can do that really purely and honestly, um, that's when you start to really do the, the, the work that needs to be done because you stop, yeah, you stop commenting on what the character's doing as a sort of meta analysis and you can just be in their situation. Yeah. Mm. Um, Alex, let's get to you. You're assistant director. Oh, what does you. an assistant director do? <laughs> <laughs> this is a very good question, Jamie. Um, so there's a director in a show, yes. and my job is to do what they do, but in an assistant's role. So I, I, the director's often there to make sure that the um, play is coming together in terms of a holistic approach. So the design, the performances, um, the, the text all coming together to make a very enjoyable and immersive piece of theatre. I'm there to assist our wonderful director, Kim Morgan, mm-hmm. who... Um, is a very impressive uh, woman. She's um, has uh, uh, epochs of um, experience directing Shakespeare and mm. sort of medieval and Renaissance theatre. Um, she's got wealth and wealth of knowledge. So it's been really cool to learn from her. 
Um, so my job is mainly to sort of help her and assist her in her role and also go get some chips from the Woodhall Garden for everyone just to keep them all nice and <laughs> nice right. and feeling great, eh? But you don't want to yeah. attract all the seagulls at oh, the that, same turn. Well, that's, a, that's the magic of live theatre, Jamie. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, if you come along to Woodhall Gardens to see our show, You'll be seeing Romeo and Juliet, but you'll also be seeing it in the wild. So there might be a time when a, a seagull comes along or a wild dog chases Juliet off as she's meant to be a dead in, a dead in the crypt. It's going to happen. Um, it's going to happen. And that's kind of the excitement of life there is that anything can happen. And when you see it, that's the only time it's ever going to be like that, including the time when the seagull shat on the priest. It's going to be great. That's right. Yeah, and That is true. That is true, right? I mean, these performances, they'll all be I mean, the same, but they'll be individual. And because yeah you are dealing with elements and you don't know what's going to happen itself with the stage yeah. um, they're all going to be it's going to be quite interesting and, and it's going to be interesting to see how uh, you cope with that <laughs> exactly you know? yep. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I so think that might be the, the best bit of the theatre <laughs> that's theatre in itself it's theatre within theatre exactly it's incredible okay um, so, so that's great tell, Alex tell us about um, the, the setup. Um, what's going on down at the Woodhall um, you know are you, is there going to be a stage built is there going to be a globe built. Um, right. What's happening? Well, um, Kim has decided um, and I think it's a really really cool idea is that she wants it to be more about the text and the, the performances than trying to build this kind of false world in the gardens. She's trying to um, this performance is set in a modern day but kind of fictional Dunedin so everything is kind of as is in the park so it's, it's almost as though these characters are existing in this this park in, in contemporary Dunedin so uh, we have some signage down there to direct everyone and we've got some props and some very wonderful costumes and all that kind of thing but really um, the garden is almost like the the 27th character of this play Um, and so really um, the actors are riffing off that and we're really using that to try and tell the world yeah, and it's a wonderful park. I love Woodhall Garden. It's oh, beautiful. I'm there quite a bit. So mm. will you be utilising the slide, the seesaws? Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we wish. We wish, but we didn't want to um, bully the children because, you know, if we're down there every weekend on the slides and the swings, the children are going to get upset, aren't they? That's very true. Yeah, so we thought we'd, we'd um, be pragmatic adults in this and mm-hmm. seg, uh, you know, seg the uh, seesaws to the children. So we're actually... Um, you know Duke Street, is it Queen Street? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Queen Street, there's that little entranceway to Woodhall Gardens, where if you go down there and just turn to the right, we're in this little kind of little um, lovely uh, key, would you yeah. describe it? Little hamlet, little little, little lovely... Hamlet. A grotto. Yeah, grotto. Yeah, oh, very good. It's a grotto. Like a, it's a grotto. A grotto. Uh, a little oh. grotto. We're just there to okay. the right of the Queen Street entrance. Okay, so you're not going to get ducats from the pool then? No, no, no. the, the, the no. truth, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair. Um, all right, so, I mean, this is the first time this has been done in Ōtipote, as far as I'm aware or concerned. Um, so, who are the team behind putting this on? Uh, so, it's Deneen Summer Shakespeare, which, um, as you accurately said, I think this is the first time that Summer Shakespeare's been done in Deneen. And so, um, three wonderful Deneen Wahine, um, Lara McGregor, Kim, ah. Kim Morgan, and Jess Latin um, have kind of... Um, been talking about this for a wee while and they decided this will be the year that it happens and so they're formed together to perform then Summer Shakespeare which is um, part of a larger theatre company called Aki Aki Theatre Company um, which is run by Jess and her husband Reese. Um, and so this is the very first time it's happened but um, hoping to be a, a future annual mm. occasion yeah mm. Mm. that's fantastic I think just a fun tidbit I think they actually used to do a Summer Shakespeare 
that it finished in the late 80s. It oh, was an yeah. annual thing that happened. Yeah, but I and don't know. Outdoors or? I think so. Oh, yeah, wow, Summer wow. Shakespeare sort of thing. But yeah, yonks ago. People were cultured in the 80s. They were. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. I thought they were just all wearing power suits. and <laughs> They were and doing Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. incredible. <laughs> that's incredible stuff. Uh, all right, so it runs at the Woodhall Gardens uh, first show on the 31st of January. Uh, and then we have a f- uh, 1st, 2nd, 7th, 8th, 9th, 14th, 15th, 16th of Feb. I believe. That's yes, right. we do. Yeah, uh, all at the Waterhall Gardens in the grotto uh, there <laughs> um, at the Queen's, Queen's Drive. Um, don't get stuck at the top because that's Queen's Drive as well. Exactly. And you try to get oh, there. Oh, yeah, no. And you'll be like, oh, I've got to go down the cliff for my Not car. on a town bell. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, not gonna, it's not going to work out. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, and it's it's free. It's free. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the amazing thing about it. It's free. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. rock up rock with up. a picnic blanket. Oh, please yeah. bring a picnic blanket. Some snackies. Uh, some insect repellent, some sunblock. No, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And, uh, um, umbrella. Yeah, yeah. It's a wonderful way to um, enjoy um, the gardens for two hours with a wonderful Shakespeare performance, all for free. All for free. And, uh, big, big thanks to the DCC and the Otago Community Trust for that. Exactly. Yes. Yes. The team yeah. behind. That's amazing. That's a brilliant. I have to bring this uh, back um, from the dead from the eighties. Uh, bringing it into the future. Man, the eighties was so long ago. Is that forty years? I know I was born in eighty one. Um, but uh, well, th- <laughs> thank you all for coming in this morning. Thanks, Absolute Tony. pleasure. Thank you for Absolutely. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Um, right, and I'll see you again next week. Thanks. Hey, sounds good. Week after, I think. Oh, so it's the week after. Yeah. Huh. Okay. What are you guys doing? Are you guys hanging out with us? We're hanging out. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Well, you know, uh, it's like a, it's gonna be another behind the scenes. It's gonna be what I really think of Alex Wilson and that's oh, damn. Oh, exactly. interview. Yeah. An expose. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. It's it's gonna be tabloid stuff. It's gonna oh, be damn. amazing. This is not gonna get your Watergate name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, we use the box around here, like the wine box inquiry. Good old oh, Winston. Good. Yes, very yes, very but good. I can't think of one right now. Uh, but anyway, thank you all for coming in. I probably should. That was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever. Quality content is found.